The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. reading that article okay it's bad we're, we're recording by the way oh okay <laughs> hey everyone welcome to the spin doctrines podcast the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it i'm travis reyes i'm kenny van and uh yeah today we're it's just the two of us we're working a skeleton crew amador had to take off for reasons we will discuss on Sunday's episode, the teaser, that's what they call it in showbiz. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just us. Uh, a lot of stuff happened this week. Don't know if you've uh, been following the news, Kenny, but Screech, Screech has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I did see that. R.I.P. Screech. You and were. Is he burnt? Yeah. Got a well, he's alive, but he just put like a. $25 million diamond in his forehead. Which, by the way, like, he tweeted, or, like, it was an Instagram story, where he's like, if they take this out wrong, I could die. So I don't know what the <laughs> procedure is to... I'm sure it's, like, a surgery, right? To, like, install a diamond. I'm sure you don't, like, go to, like, a piercer. And I think it might have been an accident. Like, he fell. <laughs> like, he, he fell, fell into... He fell into the Uncut Gems diamond, and I'm saying, like, oh, i got to protect your head at all costs now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why else would he come out and be like, if they take it out wrong, I'll die. It seems like a weird thing to, I don't know. Everyone's, like, begging the government for $2,000, and little Uzi Vert's like, I put this, like, $25 million diamond in my head, and I'm going to die when they take it out. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it's uh, beyond, like, parody, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's literally that Avengers guy now. Like, some, oh, he's going to get robbed, and some guy's going to rip the diamond out of his skull, and he's going to, like, die. Like, WandaVision, or whatever that fucking guy's name is. <laughs> I don't care about that baby shit, dude. No. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, a lot of people are trying to, like, talking about that fucking show. And I don't, I have no interest in it. I'm done, I'm done with Marvel superhero shit. Yeah, uh, that's what we want to bring up. So, Dave Chappelle is doing uh, COVID comedy again back in Austin, the city where I live. At the exact same place that he um, got and spread COVID at, like, less than um, two weeks ago. He's back doing comedy. And, um... Yeah, people are kind of shitting on him, and there's a lot of people defending him. And my friend Derek and I were, you know, going back and forth, calling him stupid and stuff. 
And this one guy chimed in. He's like, are you really trying to talk shit about, like, one of the greatest comic minds of our generation? And I was like, you can say they're dumb. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm saying he's a stupid asshole. It's just different. Which makes it worse right. because I'm like, I think Dave Chappelle is great. I do think he's, like, one of the best stand-up comics to ever do stand-up. Which is why I'm so much more upset. That he's doing this to like Brian Callen, who I'm like is an idiot and not funny. But uh, but this guy said to me, he was like, "Yeah, well, I work at Disney, and uh, everyone here has COVID, but we're like, we're still working, so we can like keep giving you new movies to watch. You're welcome." And I was like, "What the fuck's this guy talking about?" Because he kept like going, "I work at Disney," and I thought he meant like I work at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? Why are you like acting like you're like a marine when you like work at Disney World? And he apparently he's like, Derek told me he does like lighting on Disney movies. Yeah, I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't give a shit about your thing. Like, if anything, you're just like outing Disney as like a shitty company. This is just running around with like COVID-ridden like PA assistants, <laughs> like. Making, like, season two of, like, Hawkboy and Witch Girl or fucking whatever baby-ass Disney show you're making. Right, right. Like, that's not a good, that's not a good selling point. Look, everyone I work with, including myself, has COVID. You're welcome. Like, you're not doing the, like, you really drank the Kool-Aid if you're, like, proud about it. Yeah, it's very weird to be, like, you get Thor 7 because of me thank you very much it's like i don't give a fuck about like any of the things you make i just watched like the simpsons and the x-files that's like all i've watched all month <laughs> i don't care about fucking disney i don't give a shit this is i don't know it's um it's been i don't know it's been weird with the people defending these comics they keep getting and spreading COVID. Because they, they, they act like they're peers with, like, Dave Chappelle or, like, Dan Soder. And it's like, right. you're not. They don't know who the fuck you are. They never will know who you are. Right. You think they're just defending him mostly because it's comics and they think, like, they're going to get stage time because he lives – or he doesn't live in Austin. <laughs> no, because he's doing shows in Austin or – no, I think these people, like, literally just have, like, this, like, we're all part of this club of comics. And it's, like, it's the same way that, like, those weird, like, Elon Musk fanboys feel. Where it's, like, oh, I make $100,000 and drive a Tesla. And I own, like, Tesla stock. Therefore, I'm part of Elon's club. It's, like, he doesn't give a shit about you or, like, know who you are. Right. <laughs> like, these comics who were, like, one of the guys said, like, Dave Chappelle... He didn't, Dave Chappelle didn't get COVID at the venue. He got it away from the venue. I'm like, where'd you hear this from? And he's like, the Joe Rogan podcast. I was like, <laughs> fucking of course Joe Rogan's going to be like, no, he didn't get it at the show that I put on. At the show that I like booked and put on. At the venue that right. I like asked to do comedy at. He's not going to be like, they got COVID there. Of course he's going to be like, they got it somewhere else. Not at my comedy right. show. <laughs> Right, and the only reason like they would be like, oh, no, we didn't get it from the show is because like, oh, because if people uh, that attended the show got COVID and got sick, you could get sued, I imagine, right? Right. I mean, 
unless you like they have you like sign a form like I'm okay dying <laughs> to watch this comedy show. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if some like clubs and shit made you do that. At this oh yeah, point. I bet for sure like the comedy clubs in San Antonio <laughs> make you sign like weird. They do that uh, when there's not COVID. They're like, you might get murdered at <laughs> this comedy show. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, oh, go ahead. I don't get it. Like, the, like I, I've been working throughout this thing, and there's a weird, like, nonchalance, too, with people who have had COVID, where they think, like, they're immune or, like, they can't spread it anymore. Like, I can't tell you how many times people have come in <laughs> to where I work, and, like, as I'm checking them out, they're like, oh, yeah, I had COVID two weeks ago. I'm like, oh... Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they're just, like, totally chill it, about it. It's it's weird. Like, I I saw someone post on Facebook. It's someone I went to, like, high school with. And they're, like, going out again. It was, like, a picture of them, like, out having drinks. And they're, like... And someone in the comments was, like, don't you have COVID? They're, like, I did have COVID. Uh, but actually, I came out of it stronger. COVID is the best thing for clarity. And the person was like, so true. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> like, it's not like doing shrooms or like meditating. You have like a, the plague and you're like, yeah. it's good for clarity. And now I feel comfortable like going out. And they're like, I have antibodies now. And the person's like, yep, that makes sense. And it's like, I went to school with you. You're stupid. You don't know what antibodies are. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. You're a dumb person. You can still get it. Look at Bolsonaro and yeah, he's got it thirty-seven times. times. Yeah, you can fucking <laughs> keep getting it, man. Also, now there's different strains. Yeah, <laughs> so like you could definitely get a different strain of it at, at this point, right? I mean, no, but the clarity. I catch COVID to trip balls. That's why I, it's cheaper than shrooms. Just let someone cough in my mouth. I just trip balls for five days because I'm dying. <laughs> this stupid asshole. Speaking of stupid assholes, uh, let's talk about Joe Biden a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's had a pretty good, uh, what's it been, 10 days as president? Yeah. It's, it's been pretty good. Um, have you I seen this? By a $1,400 check uh, personally signed from Joe Biden to me. That's what's great. So this is the thing that's been driving me nuts is like all like the New York Times, like Washington Post things are like Joe Biden really wants to give you the 1400 he promised you. And it's like, what do you No, He like explicitly said you will get $2,000. He like explicitly said right. this is not like some type of lawyer like doublespeak. Like he explicit Warnock had ads like printed ads that are like. If I win, you get two hundred. You get two thousand dollars. Like yeah. that was his ad. Like, <laughs> and it's like it's Even insane you, gaslighting to be like, oh, he wants to give you this fourteen hundred he promised you. It's like that's not that wasn't the promise though. And yeah, they're and trying to undo that too. They're trying to lowball everyone. Even at this point, though, I think like it's an important point to make would be. A like six hundred dollars and then fourteen hundred dollars two three four months after the six hundred dollars is not the same thing as like a two thousand lump sum. Yeah, so there's this meme going around. I saw it because my buddy Adam uh, shared it. 
where it's like a news article that says um, the latest Democratic plan would send fourteen hundred fourteen hundred dollars to fewer people, individuals earning uh, let earning fifty thousand dollars or less and. Yeah, earning $50,000 or less. And then uh, the average salary for a nurse in uh, Seattle is $50,000. And, like, teachers make, like, $50,000. So it's like... And it's based on your 2019 tax return. Right. So Luckily, I didn't make any money any years. So (laughs) I've been poor my whole life. So I should get that. I've never made above $30,000. Right, I think I'm safe. If I, like, get left out, then you're just leaving out everyone because I make... (laughs) I make no money. Yeah, I make no money. I can barely live. (laughs) It's weird that, like... That is a broken promise, though, like, at that point. Like, if you're going to means test the fuck out of it and, like, five dudes are going to get these checks are like only people making 50,000 or less are going to get these checks based on like 2019 tax returns. Yeah, I just saw like a thing that said like 790,000 people applied for unemployment benefits last week. So like if any of those people were making 50,000 or more in 2019, they're fucked. They're not going to get a relief. Check. Right. So many like jobs are just like non-existent anymore. Right, and also it's dumb to do it a blanket, too, if you're going to means test it. If you're going to means test it, you should also do it based on, like, where you live geographically because it's, like, way the fuck more expensive to, like, live in New York or San Francisco or Seattle than it is to live in, like, the middle of Nebraska. Yeah. And that's, like, they shouldn't means test it, but if you're going to means test it, $50,000 in Seattle gets you, like, way less far than, like, $50,000 in, like, Omaha nebraska sure you can get like a mansion in omaha nebraska for fifty-eight thousand dollars here it's like that's like a two-bedroom apartment right that's like rent for like yeah it's like rent for a year in like a just a medium-sized apartment here i didn't even realize when the first 1200 stimulus hit me because it was like rent was due yeah and my rent's like two thousand dollars so it was like it came and went like as soon as it hit. I was like, okay, cool. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I have uh, dues I have to pay from like a fantasy basketball thing like last season. But shit's been like weird and I, I frankly just like forgot. It wasn't the guys that I like forgot to pay it was like, hey, you owe me this money. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can get it to you once I have money saved up. Like, I don't, I'm not like a rich person. And I'm sorry that it's yeah. taking so long. And he was like, well, did you get your stimulus check? And I'm like, bitch, it was $600. That shit was gone, like, right away. Like, I bought groceries, and then the rest got taken out for, like, my power bill and, like, my internet. And that that literally just paid for, like, my utilities. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, it's, it's it's fucked up. I think I, like at this point, it's like February. Like I feel like it's safe to call it a lie. They lied about the two thousand dollars check. Well, it's only been president ten days, Kenny. You got to give him time. That's <laughs> what they're saying on the internet. Give him time. It's only been ten days. It's it's crazy because there's someone like Bernie Sanders out there who's like literally like, oh, we could pass this through reconciliation. We don't need Republican votes. Mm-hmm. So like them 
pursuing this is like you don't need to do this. And if Joe Manchin's gonna break ranks with the Democrats to vote against this, like, uh, sorry, dude, you're done. Yeah, Bernie's gonna kill you. <laughs> Bernie's you don't gonna... think. <laughs> You know, like you don't think a Republican, like the governor of West Virginia, was like, "Oh no, we want this." I don't know what the fuck Joe Manchin's doing, and the governor of West Virginia is a Republican. You don't think that the Republican guy that's going to run against Joe Manchin next is going to be like, "This dude stopped you from getting money." Honestly, that might be like a reason why they're doing this, because they know they have so many just like beta idiots like Joe Biden and Joe Manchin who are like. Well, we need to, like, appease... Even Pelosi and these freaks are all like, well, we need to work together and, and like, appease these, like, these, like, perverts. We need to, like, make sure they're happy. <laughs> and it's like, you know what will make them happy? It's fucking you over. So maybe, like, yeah. negotiating down less. And they also just lie. That's the thing yeah. <laughs> Republicans do. So they just be like, oh, we wanted to give you a million dollars. But Joe Biden said, no, 300 or whatever we wind up getting. Right, and they'll lie about their own policies. Like, they'll stop you from getting something, and then they'll just be like, that was the other guy that did that. They, like, it shouldn't even be, like, how much we're getting in this check. It should be how much we're getting each month until this shit's done. Right? It shouldn't even be, like, the one-time thing is 1400 It should be, like, how many times we're going to get payments. Yeah. Like, we're never going to get out of this if every time they have to give us, like, literal pennies to them. The, like, every time. It's going to be, like, a six-month, like, fight <laughs> to get us, like, anything. Then it's like, well, we're never getting out of this because people are just going to go back to work. And people right. are going to yeah. do, like, the fuck. There's, like, there's, like, comics who don't do this for a living that are like, I need to feed my family. I need to do comedy to feed my family. And it's like, everyone's just going to go back to their regular lives and be like, I need to, I can't do this anymore. Like, it, it shouldn't yeah. be like an issue of like, how much we're getting one time. Yeah, which is like, yeah, it should be a reoccurring payment. In other countries, it is a reoccurring payment. <laughs> like, most of European countries have like reoccurring uh Basic income. They pay people to stay at home. Japan does it. I just read an article that Japan's like, oh, we're going to achieve, if like we stay on course, we're going to achieve herd immunity by October because of the vaccine. Like everyone will be vaccinated. And then it's like, that's the, that's the other thing I don't understand. Like this is probably way too much to get into, like for this specific topic, but like even like the weird, like Republican, like war hawks, like defense spending people, like, talking about national security all the fucking time. Like, you don't realize how, like, not being prepared and not being able to handle a pandemic, like, what this is demonstrating to other world powers about how we're completely inept at organizing and defense and, like, mobilizing to defend our country. Like, dude, if China wanted to, like, release a biological weapon, game, set, and match, it's fucking done. It's... I don't know. This whole thing is like, and I get, I, I mean, I don't get it because it's stupid to be like, give him time. He has to undo everything Trump did. He's like, well, he undid like all those executive orders that Trump did like day one, right? He like undid, like, didn't he do like 14? 
Yeah, like fourteen or fifteen. Something. Yeah, he like un like he undid like the Muslim ban, which shouldn't have been a thing. He did like the bare minimum, and then people are like, "Okay, well, fucking get the kids out of cages." And libs are like, "Jesus Christ, it's only been five days." It's like, didn't Joe Biden say day one he was going to do that? It's day yeah. one, motherfucker. Get the kids out of the cages. And instead, he's like, "What's the shit he's doing now? Do you have it pulled up, or do you?" Uh, he's reopening like an overflow facility for yeah. for kids, kids separated from their parents. It's like, well, maybe don't fucking separate kids from their parents. <laughs> and I get some of it. I I do know. Yeah, some of it's like they're alone. They got sent. They were with like coyotes and all that shit. But a lot of it's them separating them. It's been documented that that's what happens. And yeah, they're opening like overflow facilities again, and it's like you're not doing anything. <laughs> Like literally, you're, not, you're just you're just not like bragging about putting kids in cages. Shut all the all the, all they had to do to start off with goodwill is send us the money they promised us the two thousand dollars. I think yeah. people would be pissed off about fourteen hundred, but if I got forty eight hundred dollars, they'd be like, "Fuck it, it's something." Like day one, send out checks of some kind. Get rid of the cages, like you said. Because Ted Cruz like tweeted, like, wow, 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 I see the cages are still there. It's like, your guy bragged about it. Yeah, it's in your fan. state, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, they're putting kids in cages in your state. Dumb asshole. But, like, they're going to do that. That's what Republicans do. They're going to be like, look at these broken promises he made. He also could have, like, de- at least decriminalized marijuana. He could have done those three things, like, off the bat. And people would have been like... Good start, but instead he just like lied to our faces like a bunch of times. And I don't know. Um, yeah, this might be a good time to get into the QAnon thing. Speaking of Democrat kind of incompetence, uh, let's see. Do you have that? You have that article pulled up? Yeah. So yeah, what what's the gist of it, um, Kenny? Uh, so the gist of it is that the. Democratic Party's new uh, strategy, I guess, for upcoming elections, especially in the House and stuff, is to uh, tie the Republican Party to QAnon. Tight, which but they're doing themselves pretty good. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, that's a good, that's not like a bad thing. Like, you should do that. But the way that the Democratic Party is going about it is. I don't know. There's a quote in here that says you can do college-educated voters or you can do QAnon. You can't do both. I think there's Which, also like, to me, a, like reeks of you know elitism. elitism yeah. And, like even if I didn't believe in QAnon and like and I was like a weird psychotic Republican voter, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, oh fuck you! I'm definitely voting Republican. There's also like a weird quote in that article where. Who's the guy they're interviewing? Uh, oh, fuck, it doesn't matter. The fucking guy. He's like, um, yeah, well, we're going to beat him at their own game. We're going to do the culture war thing. And it's like, hey, stupid. The culture war thing worked for them because they were punching up at, like, Hillary Clinton. And, like, fuck it. They, they were punching up at, like, millionaires. And the people who were like, you're scum. You didn't go to college. They were punching up at the elitist. You doing the culture war thing is you punching down and being like, look at you poor pieces of shit. 
or dumb and believe yeah. 4chan conspiracy. Like you're punching down. You that, you're not gonna like shame these people. You're not gonna shame these people into being Democrats. They're just gonna get right. more mad at you, and they're gonna vote for like Marjorie Taylor Greene to be president or some shit. Just out of spite, <laughs> they don't give a shit. Like it's that's not how the culture war thing works. It's like the thing with comedy where they say like. Don't punch don't punch down. Like don't make fun of like blind handicapped kids. Like make fun of the president. Right. Because no one wants to hear like some dickhead be like, Yeah, I pushed a wheelchair kid off a cliff. Cause it's like, oh that's shitty and bad. But if it's like I pushed Jeff Bezos off a cliff, people are gonna be like, That's funny and cool. I like that you murdered <laughs> that man. Like, that's how they also ran their campaign against Donald Trump in, like, 2016. If they were like, oh, he's not a real billionaire. Or, like, he's he's not – he wasn't a really good student. I was like, man, fuck that. Like, I wasn't a good student. Like, that's not going to work. Like, Yeah, I like, went to college. I went to, to I went to college. Like, I went to ooh. fucking Rutgers University, and I had, like, a B-plus average. And I was, like, addicted to pills and shit face, like, all the time. Like, it's not hard to do college. It's like... Also, Rudy Giuliani is, like, what, the most renowned lawyer in the country? And that guy's fucking insane. <laughs> like that guy Yeah, he went insane. to, like, an Ivy, right? Where'd he go, yeah. like... George Bush? I don't know where he went. All the George Bushes went to fucking Ivy Leagues. They went to, like, Ivy Leagues where they, like, jizzed in Geronimo's skull and, like, their weird cult they were in. Isn't it oh, a thing they yeah. did? They did, like, George Bush, like, one of the Bushes, like, steal Geronimo's skull, and they, like, all piss or cum in it or some weird shit? I don't know. The only thing I heard was that George W. had to jerk off in front of his dad or something. Oh, yeah, that's, like, a weird, like, I don't think that's real, but that's, like, a weird, like, Mason's thing or something, right? Yeah, it's, like, the Skull and Bones Society or some shit. Yeah, hold on. Let me look know. that up. The Geronimo's skull thing. So, yeah, I don't think this new strategy is uh, going to work. I think it's uh, – I don't think it's a bad strategy to tie QAnon to the Republican Party. But I think that they're going to go about it in a, like a weird elitist like way that actually works in the Republicans' favor. Yeah, so – I'm sorry. Geronimo's hair – Geronimo's heirs sue secret Yale Society over Skull. Uh what the fuck? Yeah, the Skull and Bones Society like raided Geronimo's grave and they like stole his skull and they do like weird like sex stuff to it, I think. I could be wrong. They could just like laugh at it. I could be like just, but they do weird, they like stole Geronimo's skull and it's like in their weird like, sort so like in their weird frat. Just have this like. <laughs> radical like native american like freedom fighter skull and like the place like, where like all the fbi and cia people go like isn't the skull and bones like where they get all like the fucking spooks from I'm, that wouldn't surprise me because hw was like cia director right yeah so probably all the weird shit about like that's like doesn't impact <laughs> like <laughs> the world is i just like accept that as fact so like if somebody says george w bush jerked off in front of his dad i'm like yeah that's a fact like i <laughs> i put that in my mind it's just like that's a reality that i live with now 
Okay, I think it was Prescott Bush who. Is Prescott uh, Prescott Bush is is he the Nazi one or is that Poppy Bush? How many Bushes are there? There's a lot of them, and they're all evil. One of them was a Nazi. One of them was did nine eleven. One of them ran the CIA. <laughs> and then one of them is Jeb. <laughs> Jeb's my favorite. He's a rare bush. He's yeah, like first he's edition. <laughs> he's the good bush just because he's like he's like the his most cocky. He's the same. He looks like a guy who knows his name is Jeb. Yeah, he he's the most like cucked bush of a ball. Like George Bush, like would just like not know how to say words and be like, "Hey, all right," <laughs> and just like laugh it off, like he. <laughs> Yeah, but Jeb's clearly like his dad like vomited in the. La- That's my favorite video of his dad like vomiting in like the Japanese like prime minister's lap. Oh yeah, have you have you seen the video where they're talking to Barbara Bush about whether or not Jeb should run for president? Oh, and she's like no. She's like, oh, it's good to have a dynasty, and they're like, yeah, yeah. What about Jeb? And she's like, no, no. <laughs> like, oh fuck. I think he is like sitting right next to her <laughs> when they asked her. I that. think it was when he was running. I think it was like during the primary. Oh, no, yeah. And she was like, no. <laughs> He's like, I, I endorse Ted Cruz. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah, so um, that the QAnon thing is going to backfire on them. Also, in that and article, I- they said, like, uh, you can see the tides already shifting. Like, a bunch of, like, Republican senators denounced the actions of the Capitol, which you know are QAnon related, and it's like that's like politics, though, man. The ones who stood yeah. by QAnon are like legitimately insane people, or like Ted Cruz. Yeah. They're just like like Ted Cruz or Josh Hawley who are trying to grift like these crazy people into accepting accepting them, which it's not working. Because I don't know if you saw that clip. I think I sent it to the group chat uh, when Marjorie Taylor Greene was uh, testifying today. She said they oh, were like yeah. bringing up her anti-Semitic tweets and she's like, oh, I can't tweet like the truth about Jews or she didn't say that exactly, but it was more or less that I can't treat the tweet the truth about the gospel. But like senators can just like accidentally tweet out porn. And it's like these people don't respect you, Ted. Like the, <laughs> she's like taking shots. At you. These people don't like like you or respect you. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. He's definitely Ted Cruz would definitely be better off like tying his boat or hitching his wagon to like Mitch McConnell type Republicans. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. Doing it with these like QAnon people, he's gonna. He's not crazy enough. Like he's dumb, and like shit but he's not like bat shit insane well, like and, he's just a grifter and and that's the thing too where like who knows how many more of these like QAnon people are going to like take office you know who Tito Ortiz is the UFC guy oh uh no he's no. like this famous like UFC fighter from like right when it was taking off when I was like in high school he's like the big name but he's like the mayor of Hun- Huntington Beach California and he's like a hardcore like QAnon guy. Like if these people keep winning races, like on like local levels or even like Senate races and shit, 
then they're just going to fold them in like they did with the Tea Party. That's what Republicans do like better than Democrats. Or Democrats yeah. like actively try to like destroy the left and are always like you you people are idiots. Like shut the fuck up if you're a socialist or a communist and vote for Joe Biden because what else do you have? Where like Republicans are like yeah dude, you fucking th- like vote for us. We think your ideas are cool. Like to like QAnon and like <laughs> right, because they care about winning. Right, and so they make like white nationalists and conspiracy theorists and shit feel like welcome in their party. Where Democrats are just like, "Fuck you! What are you gonna do? Vote for the other guy?" And it's like, "Yeah, or like not at all." How about that? How would you eat shit? <laughs> like, I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. I don't want to vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't want to vote for Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, that's the thing that Republicans... Uh, the only difference, I think, between, like, the QAnon thing is that it's not, like... And Tea Party was, like... The Tea Party was, like, astroturfed grassroots bullshit from the start. Like, isn't, the tea party, isn't the Tea Party, like, a Koch Brothers thing? Yeah, like, Koch Brothers and, like, these billionaires financed it to look like a grassroots thing. And in a way, Trump did, did the same thing, because his, like, first... When he announced he was president, all those people, like, in the audience were paid actors, but, like... QAnon's different in that, like, oh, no, this is actually, like, organic. That's around, what's well, not like, organic because it was, like, made, like, by a fucking 8chan troll. That's but, what's so scary about, like, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene to me. And, like, let's get into her in a, in a second. That's what's yeah. so scary about people like her to me is it's, like, when Trump lost, these people were, like, Orange man gone. It's it's finally done. Finally, America, the dark cloud has been lifted over our country. And it's like, no, because like what it left was people like that. Like people that were like empowered by seeing this like psychopath in the White House. Like people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Bo- Bobart, whatever the fuck her name is. Bobart Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Bobart Simpson. <laughs> And, like, Tommy Tuberville, who's the stupidest man who's ever lived? Like, he he said, like, well, we should, like, not swear Joe Biden as president until this COVID thing's taken care of. And it's like, how are you, like, what is he? Is he a congressman or is he a senator? What is he? Uh, Tuberville, I think he's a congressman. You're like a congressman and you don't know, like, he's like, yeah, we should just let... We should just let Trump stay president until COVID's cured. Oh, no, it's worse. He's a senator. Cool. <laughs> because he didn't yeah. know what the voting the voting like rights act was. He, like, didn't know what it was. He's the stupidest person. He, you know, you yeah. know what Tommy Tuberville reminds me of? So I played, like, baseball, and I played uh, football most of my life. I played a little bit in college. And I always had, like, one coach who was, like, a dude who was like, I'm a real history buff. I love history. But, like, the only books he'd read about history were, like, those weird Bill O'Reilly, like, Killing Lincoln or, like, Killing Patton books. You know, yeah. those, like, we- they knew, like, history from those shitty books. My, like, weird, like, hillbilly white grandpa is like that, too. Who's was, like, this rich... <laughs> He's, like, this rich like missouri asshole 
who like would talk to me about history when I was a kid, and I'd be like, "What you're saying is wrong." Like you're reading books about like fucking Rush Limbaugh about like the Civil War. Like <laughs> what you're saying is wrong. That's what Tommy Tuberville is to me. Like a guy who's like, I love learning, but then he only reads like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> he's just like a stupid asshole. Oh yeah, did you see the thing where they tried to ask him about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and he's like, "Oh, I, I, I don't, I can't comment. The, the weather's bad." He's fucked to Tommy Phil. He's like, "Oh, I'm the groundhog now too." Got elected to the groundhog. <laughs> That's the weird thing, too. That's, like, definitely, like, one of my bones to pick, like, mainstream media. It's like, man, Tuberville's out there saying, like, oh, the weather, like, malfunctioning like a guy, <laughs> like a fucking robot. And he's like, I can't comment. Weather is bad. Like, and, like, it pisses me off because I just, like, want one news anchor to be like, the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, that weird thing that you sent me of that, like, <laughs> who is it, like, the... Was it a congressperson or a senator who was the thing about AOC? Who, oh, yeah. Who said that? Yeah. Who was that? It was a, it was a congress member. Well, this congress member that – what the fuck? What's, what's her name? Oh, shit. Let G.S. Me McPherson up. or something? Yeah. <laughs> Just – it is uh, Nancy Mace, Representative Nancy Mace. I don't know who that is. Uh but anyway, like yeah, Nancy Nancy Mace said, um, "I'm like sick of AOC politicizing everything." It's like it's just like her literal job. Like she's a pawn. Yeah. It's your job too. <laughs> like it's both your jobs to politicize things as a politician. And it's weird that like someone printed that article instead of just going real quick. What the fuck are you talking about? Like what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> like explain right. explain that what like you're sick of her politicizing what exactly like i'm sure a lot of these people would like these people aren't trump right? they can't just go like no more questions they can but you could just be like all right well you're stupid then i guess you could technically have done that with him but like it's all that like fucking access journalism shit though because they call this lady a fucking idiot one, that journalist's going to get fired, and, like, the Republican Party could be like, all right, well, we're just not going to give interviews to your station or network or whatever anymore. So and I'd be like, well, about here's like, what I would do if I was a journalist, and then, like, we're, you called Mace Windu, or whatever the fuck her name is, you... <laughs> you, you, you said Mace Windu is a, is a stupid idiot. You don't get interviews. It's like... All right, well, then I'll just write op-eds about how this person's a stupid piece of shit. <laughs> like, I'll just... <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sorry. I know we're skipping all over the place. Uh, let's talk about the AOC thing before we get into um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, because I think they're both kind of um, connected. Related, yeah. The AOC thing pissed me a lot. A lot. It's, it's very, like... Oh, go ahead. The AOC thing pissed me off a lot, and not because right-wingers were doing that shit, where they were saying she was being, like, dramatic or uh, politicizing it or, like, exaggerating, but because, like, weird, like, quasi-lefty people were buying into that narrative or also pushing that bullshit. It's like... 
Yeah, uh, fucking pissed me off. Because they're like people who go on Tucker Carlson regularly. Are you talking like, about Jimmy like, Dore? <laughs> yeah, like Jimmy Dore or like even somebody I have like more respect for, like Len Greenwald was saying that shit. And it's like, dude, the fuck? Greg, Greg Greenwald is one of those dudes who like I agree with some of the stuff he says. I think he does good work. But he's also like a dickhead. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, it's not f- fair. It's not your job for me to like. Your job is to do good reporting. You could be an asshole, and he does do good reporting, but it's also like, I don't know. It's, did you see the Candace Owens thing? No, I didn't. Where Candace that. Owens, like, she was, like, trying to get the hashtag, like, Alexandria Ocasio Smollett, like, trending. Like, she's being, like, a Jussie so- Oh, yeah. Which is already, like, bad joke. That joke's hack by, like, two and a half years. Um, And then she, like, posted a thing where she was, like, I hope she was as... We all know about AOC's, like, acting skills. And they posted, like... Remember the pictures of her, like, at, like, the the camps? The border camps? Where she's, like, sad looking at her. And she, like, posted pictures of her recreating it. And to be like, see, she's like posing. And it's like, it's like, it's, I don't know what the point was. I think the point was like, I can do the same thing you're doing. Therefore you're faking it. And it's like, man, come the fuck, go away, Candace. <laughs> it's very but, weird. Yeah. And Steven Crowder, friend of the show, Steven Crowder, like tweeted out a picture <laughs> Of like Karl Marx's head superimposed on some like man's body, and he's like, "I found the man who like assaulted AOC," and people were like, "Didn't you like? Didn't you call like uh, Greta Thunberg like a slut or something?" Yeah, like, yeah it's like, why are you? <laughs> the fuck's your problem? I don't know. Yeah, I I kind of expected that from like Steven Crowder and fucking fox news and those fucking idiots man but like fucking like michael tracy like those fucking tracy glenn greenwald like being like oh she's doing this like what is it they're they're like saying that she's exaggerating it to like usher in like censorship and shit on facebook i'm like ah fuck like i i i'm getting to the point where i'm like oh these people are like just straight up grifters i am like they're 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 setting themselves up as that outsider group that fringe group on the left or whatever the fuck so they can they're gonna be the ones that are like so out there like ah man i'm fucking cool i criticize even the lefties like weird fucking hack comics it's like dude nah you're fucking like if you're willing more willing to talk to tucker carlson if you're more willing to like uh, agree with fucking boogaloo boys as like you think they're more reachable than AOC or Ilhan Omar, like the fuck out! You're just a fucking doing this for attention, or you're a fascist, or you're an idiot, or possibly all three of those things. Yeah, it's like a I don't know. It's like a very weird thing to be like she's exaggerating, and it's like well we saw like we saw what they were like doing. We like all saw like the, what they were doing at the Capitol. Oh. We all know they were like credible threats against Mike Pence. 
They've been like threatening AOC for years, like publicly on the internet. Yeah. And to be like, she's exaggerating. It's like, look, and I get it. A lot of people on the left, including myself, are like not totally bought in or like super trusting of AOC and like her motives. I get that. And that's like a normal thing. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm not going to like, this is not the thing I'm going to like nitpick about. Right. If she says I was scared for my life when the psychopaths stormed the Capitol, it's going to be like, fuck, that's like fucked up. And I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, I'm not going to be like, I don't know. Maybe you're like doing this. So boomers can't have like Facebook anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, I like, that's the thing. Like, they are like taking it as like, oh, I can't criticize it. Like, no, you could criticize AOC, but it's like weird that you're saying that. Like, have you have you uh... this particular thing is her exaggerating? It's like, it's also particularly fucking like bad taste because like she shared a story of her like surviving sexual assault while talking about this experience. I'm reading so the like, book, the uh, the case against free speech now, and. Yeah. And and these people are literally doing like what kind of like the ACLU and like these groups did where they're like, well, it's dangerous if we like censor speech because then they could censor like our speech. So you should like the Nazis talk and have like free reign to do what they want. And it's like crazy to be like AOC expressing herself. AOC, sorry, AOC expressing her, like, you know, trauma is all like a ruse to, like, block people from their free speech. And it's like, one, I don't think that's the case. Two, the people who are like, AOC should die, they shouldn't have, like, a platform to go, we should kill AOC and we should kill uh, Omar. We should kill, like, Talib. You know what I mean? Like, those people shouldn't have that platform. And for you to be like, well, to be fair, AOC is just faking it so these people get banned. It's like, well, then you don't give a fuck about, like, people's drama. You care more about, like, this weird, shitty idea of free speech, which is, like, you know, very, like, bendable and malleable. Because in the book, they talk about, like, the like the weird, like, pro-Israel anti-Palestine groups who, like, dox people. They, like, ruin people's lives for, like, being critical of, like, Israel. But at the same time, like, if you're, like, well, you're not allowed to say, like, Palestinian is the devil, then they're, like, that's censoring my free speech. It's, like, a very bendable, like, thing. And for you to choose that side of the fight over... It's, like... Because AOC is like our age, like a 30-year-old like woman being yeah. like, I was afraid they were going to kill me because I've become this like target of vitriol from like a very specific group of like online weirdos that were documented to have been there <laughs> that day. And to be like, I don't know, maybe she's overreacting. It's like ghoulish almost. Yeah, not to mention like, but like none of those people have been lived <laughs> have like any sort of like shared lived experience in that like if a bunch of like psychopaths like started storming my house 
and I like barricaded myself in the bedroom and they never got in the bedroom. I'd still be like, hey, those people were fucking scary. That was a scary thing that happened. Yeah, it's um especially if like for like the past like two years, all those people have been like posting about how they're gonna fucking kill me. Maybe even if they weren't physically close to me, maybe I'd be like, oh, if they find me, they are going to kill me. Well, and then there's that shit where, like, panic buttons were, like, disabled. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And it's just, like, this weird... It's like, yeah, no, that... seems like they had their targets, and AOC was definitely, like, on that target list. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I don't know. Before we move on, the, the Michael Tracy thing is the craziest, where he was like, what's his thing? Like, this is like projection, or this is playing the victim. And it's like, you cried because Maxine Waters pushed Maxine Waters is a thousand years old. And you're yeah. like, this lady pushed me. I felt threatened because Maxine Waters pushed me. It's like, she's not like, <laughs> she's not like Sam Darnold or like fucking. Macho man, she's like a tiny, she's like a 90 pound year old, she's like a 90 pound, like 85 year old woman. <laughs> and you're like, I feel threatened by Maxine Waters like touching me. It's like Andy No getting hit with a milkshake and then like posting a picture of him in a hospital bed. <laughs> like, I'm oh, dying, man. I'm literally dying. Well, I don't know, we might have to get into this. We have to do a follow up, Andy No, because he seems like he is getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. He's like dead naming people and um, doxing people, and uh, he has that new book about Antifa. That's oh, cool. Yeah, so he's he's doing good. Um, let's move on to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the most sane <laughs> member <laughs> of. Uh, she's a senator, right? I don't know who's no, what. She's a congressperson. She yeah, she's House House of Representatives, Congress, whatever. Yeah, so last week, I don't remember who it was. Someone's like, I have to move offices because it's Cory Bush. Yeah, Cory Bush. It was like, I have to move offices because like Marjorie Taylor Greene is bullying me so much, which is bananas. <laughs> that's like a thing that happens. <laughs> like I'm being like. That's like the kind of thing that happens like when you're like in fifth grade and you're like, I need to move across the room because like Tammy keeps like bullying me. It's like very weird. <laughs> so that's how the week started out. Um, yeah. And then the, they were trying to get her stripped of her assi uh, committee assignments. I think, the, I think so they did. Was, they did today. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. But, um, there was a weird uh, period during this week where there was like a lot of false equivalency drawn between her and Ilhan Omar. Oh they were yeah. Like, well, she's the Ilhan Omar of the right. Like, no, she's fucking not. It's, like, it's Ilhan very... Omar said anti-Semitic stuff. Like, no, she didn't. She said stuff against APAC. That's just nipped. Because people like, don't right know. Yeah, she said stuff about APAC, and then fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene's like Jews are going to explode California with a laser. Which is weird to be like Ilhan Omar's anti-Semitic, but like she literally believes in like a a blood libel conspiracy theory because that's what QAnon is. She also was like weird, weird shit about nine eleven where she thinks like a plane did it. 
hit like the Pentagon or something. Like, I don't know. She she thinks a lot of weird shit. Mitch McConnell had to come out and be like, no, look, the plane did hit the Pentagon. I was piloting it. <laughs> I was the pilot of that plane. <laughs> I'm the architect of the Afghanistan and Iraq war. But, yeah. I oh, fuck, I can't remember. I'll have to research for what you do an episode on it, but she believes in some other, like, crazy weird thing about Jews. She believes in a lot of fucked up shit about Jews. So it's, like, very weird to be like, her and Omar are the same. They're both anti-Semitic. <laughs> but also, that's not, like, a good argument going into it, right? Like, both these, look, both these people are anti-Semitic. Right. And also it's like crazy to say, uh, look, both these people are the same. This lady wants to give you like education, health care, and like a livable wage. And this lady thinks that like Jews invented space lasers to burn California to the fucking she's, ground. She's also said like repeatedly, like, I'm going to, I want to murder Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. She said that like a lot. Yeah. Right? I think. Yeah. A bunch of times, like, she's, like, Van Helsing being like, I'm going to kill Dracula. But with Nancy Pelosi, like, it's, like, her mission. She says it a lot. It's fucking weird. It's been a long time since I've heard, like, a Van Helsing reference. I just watched Van Helsing. Is it as bad as it, I remember? It's not good. So my apartment complex, like, a bunch of people got upset because they, uh, they, like, fucked up their, like, water bill. And we didn't yeah. get charged on time, so they, like, charged people double, like, last month. They charged everyone, like, late fees, and people were like, well, we're not paying these. And they're like, okay, no water bill. And they just, like, were like, surprise, your apartment complex, everyone has free cable now. Okay. So I just have, like, free cable. So I, yeah, I just fall asleep watching, like, AMC and Van Helsing was on. <laughs> it's not good. It's not a good movie. <laughs> That's crazy, I I didn't know where that story was going. I thought they were going to be like, sorry, we charged you double. Here's a DVD copy of Van Helsing. <laughs> that would be great. But instead, they're like, I came home from work and they were like, this is out of the door. And it's like, oh, we like installed cable in your like, apartment. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Enjoy your cable. And I was like, tight. Thank you, I guess. I, I, yeah. I just use it to fall asleep to movies and like watch basketball games not illegally now. So thank you, I guess, apartment complex. Um, yes, I think that's it on Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think our general consensus is good, right? Overall, I, yeah. All right. She's no Van Helsing the movie, but she is. She's like more of like an I Frankenstein the movie. Oh man, I saw the movie in theaters too. Is that movie good? I don't remember it. I remember seeing it in theaters, but I don't remember anything else. Like, I just remember there was like a period of time where like every movie was like slapping "i" in front of it because the iPhone had just come out, and they were like, "This is like the iPhone that for, <laughs> for Frankenstein's." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm literally trying to remember anything about that movie, and I. I don't remember if it's called I Frankenstein because he has like Mega Man powers. I don't remember why it's called I Frankenstein. I don't know. It's probably not important. Yes. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about Amazon for a little bit. Our favorite thing, your hometown hero, Jeffrey. It's Jeffrey <laughs> Bezos. Let's talk about him. 
he has stepped yeah. down as the CEO of Amazon to be God? Says new position, he's just God now. I think so. I think uh, I saw a tweet from like Robert Reich where he's like still basically runs the company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not I, good. I saw like sub tweet, someone predicted they're like, oh, he's gonna come back uh and like be CEO again, like a few years, like Michael Jordan. Another bald sociopath who <laughs> came back. <laughs> he doesn't like that's the weird like he doesn't have to come back as CEO. He's probably still like a majority stockholder in Amazon, right? Yeah, he's gonna come back because he's a freak. He's like a control freak. Yeah, now that it's weird though that he left and then like as soon as he left that handle came out about or that article came out about them making people work mega great. Well, no, the first thing that came out was they were stealing tips. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's still like yeah, 60, still like, what is it, 62? Like $62 million in tips. tips. Right, because they were using that to subsidize their their workers. Instead of paying them their wage, they were just moving the tips over and I think paying them their wage out of their tips. So I technically work for Amazon right now. I'm like a driver, but I don't because all the Amazon like drivers are the company that like hires me is not part of Amazon. So it's like an independent con. Right. But I drive like a truck with the Amazon on it. I have to wear a shitty shirt. that says Amazon. But like if I get like in a crash or something, Amazon's not like liable for it and the turnover is very like high and they like demand a lot of you. I've talked to like fucking workers who are like, yeah, like I don't have pee break. Like a guy warned me. He was like, yeah, it's hard to get pee break. So I just like keep bottles with me to pee in when I'm on the road. And it's like, fuck that dude. I don't give a shit about this job enough to fucking piss in bottles. I'm going to like stop somewhere if I need to pee. But they like expect that of you. Yeah, I don't remember when it was. It was a couple of years ago, but there was the story about the fulfillment centers. Mm-hmm. How there was like people passing out from heat stroke. Yeah, because it was the dead of summer, and like they just ran the math and they determined like, oh, it'll be cheaper to just pay an ambulance to sit outside the fulfillment center <laughs> rather than install an air conditioning unit. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it's, it's like a lot of stories about those people on the fulfillment centers like pissing in bottles or wearing yeah. diapers and shit well, because they literally can't get bathroom and breaks. That's, and that's the thing. Like, it's not – I don't know if this is particular to my thing. If it is, someone let me know if I'm being, like, abused as a worker. But, like, a lot of my deliveries are, like, all over the place. It's not just like, oh, you do – it's like a UPS thing, really. It's like you get this section. Like, I'm driving, and and you have, like, you know, you have this amount of time to... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I I imagine, because UPS drivers, they're unionized, right? Right, we're not allowed... Yeah. We'll get into that a little later, but uh, it's... But you have, like, this certain amount of time to do this certain amount of orders, and that's what people are like, oh, I just pee in bottles, and it's like... Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm a 30-year-old man. I'm not peeing. If I need to pee, I'm stopping at a gas station. Yeah. But, yeah. 
That's when did you start? <laughs> I don't know. It's, we have to get in that right a now. A few months. Probably not even a month. I've been doing it. I'm not gonna last long. I'm already getting yelled at because <laughs> they have me deliver to like high rises sometime, and I'm just like, and they like deliver it to the door, but they'll leave you like I think I've talked about this before. People that live in high rises, yeah, have like Legend of Zelda like map instructions about how to get to their apartments, and I'm just like. I just go to the doorman if they have one. I'm like, hey, my man, this is for two seventy five, and they go, cool. And they're right. like, you're supposed to take it to the door. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, you already have me on this, like, very tight schedule. Like, I'm leaving that with the doorman if that saves me two minutes that I can use to go pee later. Like, I'm not... You're not paying me enough to do fucking customer service, man. I don't fucking care about these people and they're... Crunch yeah. berries or whatever the shit they ordered. So how does that like? Are you like an Amazon Now type driver, or are you just like a general delivery driver, like with packages? I'm a gen general. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know how like the tip shit worked for Amazon drivers. I haven't gotten any tips since I've, like I haven't been doing it that long. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, that was like news to me. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. I'm wondering if it was, like, the people who are, like... Because I've seen people, like, driving around in their, like, home. Like, there's their car, like, delivering Amazon. Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah. That's, like, that's an like, Uber thing for Amazon. Which, yeah. I have no idea how that works. I have no idea if that, like, has an app. Or you can get... I don't know if you want to talk about this, but... uh so, like, Amazon, I remember a few years ago, too, Bernie Sanders, like, made that big old thing, and, like, Amazon was going to start paying its drivers, or its workers 15 an hour. Is mm -hmm. that is that true, or no? No, they do pay the drivers 15 an hour, but also, like, you know, we're, like, not allowed to unionize, and the conditions are shitty. Right. So you make more money working for Amazon than you would for, like, a Dollar General, or, like, a Walmart or something. But the hours... And the conditions are like way worse. Right. They have like the so yeah, the pay is not really the issue. Cause you could get paid, you can get benefits and all that stuff. But also like the conditions are bad. Like they don't give you time off. Like if you're like, my kid's sick, I need like a week off. They'll literally just like let you go. Um The turnover's so high at these fucking jobs. That's when people are like when people like go like Amazon's the second highest employer in America, it's like that's because jobs people are always leaving this job. It's like a rotating thing. Right. There's it's, it's like yeah. It's like when I used to work at Walmart. Like it was literally just like right. churning out fucking employees. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how the week started for Amazon, where they had a tip scandal, and then uh, and then today. A Vice article came out. Was it today? Yeah. I it think came so. out this morning, February 4th. Right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, at like 3 a.m. Or 9 a.m., sorry. Um, at the Chicago where. And I think the Chicago one is the one that was like getting the closest to like unionizing from what I read. Yeah. Um,. 
Uh, so I'm just going to read a little bit of this article. On January 25th, hundreds of workers at the Amazon warehouse in Chicago were presented with a baffling choice. Sign up for a 10 and a half hour graveyard shift or lose your job. Management informed workers that the warehouse known as DHC1 would shut down and they were being offered shifts that run from 1.20 a.m. to 1.50 a.m., which is known as the Mega Cycle at the New Chicago Warehouse. Dude, if any job was like, you're working 1 a.m. to 11 a.m., I'd be like, you can eat a dick. I'm going to be asleep at 1 a.m. or I'm going to be drunk at 1 a.m. I'm not going to be at work. It's going to be one of those things. <laughs> but that's an insane fucking schedule. <laughs> that's an insane shift. Dude, but imagine I, like if you have like kids. Yeah. That's like the, the pro. Yeah. How the fuck do you. I used to work graveyard shifts and it wasn't that bad. It was from 10 a.m. to 7 a.m. But even that was like. I don't. I don't think like human beings are meant to work. You mean ten p.m. fucking night, like, uh, ten p.m. to yeah. I was gonna say ten a.m. to seven a.m. is fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't. I don't fucking think humans are meant to like work, be at work like up and about at four a.m. in the fucking morning, like doing that shit. Because like, you don't like even on your like days off, you don't do anything. You sleep literally the entire day. You wake up at like. 6 p.m. It's like fucking. I couldn't like. How the fuck are they making them work like their entire shifts? Like that? Like they have to choose like a week of working? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That would be insane. That because like once your body's on that cycle, like if they do make you work like a week, like one week a month, doing that, right? Let's say you work like yeah. five days at the shift. Your body's not going to go back to normal. No. Being up from 1 a.m. to 11 a.m. is like meth act behavior. Like that's not what like normal people like do. Like your body's going to be fucked. Like your sleep pattern is just going to be. Because if yeah, they have I, you I mean, working from like 1 a.m. to like noon. And then they're like, okay, well, next week you're back to, you know, whatever, fucking nine to five. It's like, motherfucker, how am I, how's my body going to, like, do this? It's insane. It's one of those things that, too, that, like, pisses me off because, like, uh, Amazon, like, did all that fucking propaganda about, like, we appreciate. Oh, sorry, I found this. So it is a weekly thing. So like they do they have, have to do, do it like, for like a week shift. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Chicago, this particular warehouse, the DHC1 Amazonians United uh, Twitter account uh, tweeted that. Are we going to read these tweets? Yeah. We asked for months, but Amazon kept kept us in the dark until suddenly we have a week to mold our lives around the zombie shift or out of a job. All customers have until 12 a.m. to place their orders for immediate processing.
Yeah. And then just kind of like Amazon is setting an example about how companies can exploit workers with inhumane shifts. Which is, I don't know, man. I... <laughs> Like that that type of shift is literally like you don't have a life. Yeah, you don't. When you work graveyard shifts, you don't have a life because you can't do anything. You wake up in the fucking evening and then like even on your week on your days off, like you wake up and then like two hours everything's closed unless you're gonna go to like the bar and get shift based. You can't do that during COVID though, <laughs> so you literally just but, yeah, I mean, I get it's bad anytime, but I guess during COVID, it's like less annoying because you don't have those options anyway. Everything's closed. It's still like an annoying fucking thing and a humane thing, but like you, you like if your friends like you want to go see a movie tonight, do you want to do this? Then you'll be like to even like have a semblance of a life and be like, okay, get off at noon. I'll sleep till six. That gives me. I don't know, five hours of sleep, and I'll see, like, a movie or go get dinner with friends. But I have to, like, keep an eye out on this because I have to be at work at 1 fucking a.m. Like, you can't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's And to be like, this is your option or no job is fucking insane. Right. Because there are people, like, like you said, can't fucking do that. <laughs> Yeah. And that's what... I don't know. I'm for sure going to get fired from this Amazon job. I get fired from all the driving jobs they have. For all these, like, gig economy apps. Yeah. Because there will be things... When I worked for Uber, like Uber Eats, there were, like, things where they'd be like, oh, pick food up for someone in, like, Pflugerville. And I pick up, like, pluckers. Like, some... Not even, like, a, like, you know... Like, a chain restaurant. Like a pick up from yeah. Ho- or pick wings up from Hooters or like Pluckers or like Taco Bell, and then they'd be like, "Okay, your delivery is like all the way like downtown. These people live like near University, and we're paying you we're paying you four dollars, and it's five o'clock." And I just cancel orders, and they'd be like, "Why are you doing this?" They'd be like, "Cause you're shit." <laughs> Like I'm, you can fire me. I'm not doing that for four dollars. So it's like I don't know. It's one of those things too that like fucking bums me out. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I that's the point I was gonna make. I know it just kind of trailed off there. I'm sorry. The point I was gonna make is these jobs do shit like that. The Amazon jobs do shit like this because they know they can always fill your spot. Because people are desperate. If they don't have like unions, if like prop, what's it called? What's the California prop twenty two? If they have like prop twenty two, where drivers can't like unionize, and they're like, okay, you have to deliver these this Taco Bell an hour and a half, and you're getting paid three dollars. Hope they tip you. You can go. I quit, and they'll be like, okay, and there will be people that will do that because they desperately need the money. This Amazon thing, like there will be people who will work 1 a.m. to noon because they fucking need the money. It's like very parasitic and like gross to be like, we know people need this, so we're taking advantage of them. 
Yeah, it's kind of like the same mentality they did with outsourcing jobs to outsourcing like manufacturing jobs. It's because they know there's people who are in worse conditions. Only now we're doing that. <laughs> we're doing that in America where it's just like somebody needs that money and you can't find a fucking good job. What the fuck are you going to do if you like. That's that's the thing, too. A lot of people now are just held hostage to whatever shitty employment situation they find themselves in if they are employed. And if they're not employed, they're desperate to take anything because it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to go out and get like a good job that like respects you in the middle of a pandemic when like what is it 60 percent of like the small businesses that had to close initially are closed forever now like the only thing left to work for are shitty giant corporations or shitty small shitty small businesses too like that are like we're a bar that's not going to close during covid i don't know Yeah, so the right now the Alabama um, warehouse of Amazon is trying to unionize, which you know hopefully they can do something. But Amazon throws like that's what's crazy about them stealing like the tips. You know yeah. what I mean? Because this is like a weird thing I didn't even think about until like I was listening to this. this uh, what's the podcast? I don't remember the pod. I'm sorry. That to whoever's podcast this is, but they were, they were saying like with like the fire sticks, where it's like they like when you stream like Netflix or Hulu or whatever on an Amazon device, Amazon gets money from you streaming it on their device. They literally have like endless income coming in from all these things, from Alexis, like all these companies yeah. pay like Spotify, they pay for. They're like things to work on Alexa. They pay for the, they have like an, on top of the money they're already making from, you know, their main business. They have like endless money to like stomp out unions, which they're using to stomp out unions. They have like endless capital and they're literally like taking what is pennies to them from people who desperately need it is the most like fucking ghoulish thing. Right. I've ever fucking heard of. And I forget what uh, what law it is, but it's like baked into the system too. Like I think a lot of times people are like, I mean, I know I fucking rip on Jeff Bezos a lot, but it's like, that's just how corporations, that's how capitalism's designed to work. Like they have a fiduciary obligation to maximize profits. Yeah. If they can prove that they're not maximizing profits, they can get uh, sued by their investors. So if Amazon's literally not fucking over its workers, they will get sued. Like, that's how the entire system's set up to operate in a way that just, like, this amoral fucking machine that just turns turns out exploitation. And you're like, what the... F-? <laughs> you, you've obviously seen those, like, Amazon ads where it's, like, happy people being like, man, thanks to Amazon, I can pay for my college tuition. Yeah. And they're like, man, I don't need like a union because like Amazon pays me so much money. And it's like, why are you allowing these on during like young Sheldon? Why are these the commercials on like <laughs> during like dancing with the stars? Like shit my mom watches. Yeah. My mom's just like some like 55 year old like average like lib lady. 
And she's like, oh, that's nice. Like, my mom's, like, suggested to me, like, you should get a job working for Amazon. I have to, like, send her articles. Be like, no, this is why I won't do that. Right, yeah. Uh, I, when I when I lived in San Antonio, I think Amazon opened up a warehouse there. Yeah. And people were like, oh, you should get a job. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I know for a fact they're exploited it. It's very funny where you just I did you see if I miss anything? I just put in um Oh okay, hold on. Yeah, I just put in um on Google Amazon and I went to like the latest news and there's the stuff about the ten hour shift, the stuff about, you know, how they're upset that Alabama's trying the warehouse in Alabama's trying to unionize. There's this. Uh, Amazon is using AI-equipped cameras and delivery vans, and some drivers are concerned about privacy. So I'm getting fired if that's true, because I'm just I just like vape weed and listen to podcasts about communism <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so whoops, there's that. And then uh, one of them is Amazon is having a huge sale on Kindles right now. It's like the fourth Ooh. news thing. It's just like how evil this company is they're like stealing tips they're trying to squash unions they're spying on employees can i, I also you can buy a kindle for cheap now <laughs> everything we're saying about amazon right now is exactly why libertarianism is the stupidest fucking political ideology cool. like you literally would trade like some hypothetical government oppression for a company that has limitless power and control over your life okay so let's bring it back to like the comedy thing how like so many comics like defend Chappelle or Rogan or I don't know fucking Brian Callen any Andy. of these freaks that are like not just doing comedy but like touring doing comedy where they're like gotta make a living bro you gotta do what you want and it's like okay cool you can't though you're not on their level you're not their peers if you talk to them they would talk down to you because you're not one of them you're not part of the club like there's a lot of libertarians who let's say you work like at Best Buy or something like a libertarian just is like a nine to five right yeah to like the Koch brothers they're the open micers they're like the dudes doing bar shows they don't respect you these people think of them as peers with like Elon Musk and the Kochs and are like dude with libertarianism like I'd be the guy who like owns like the steel like the steel mill I'd be like the guy who owns the mine I'd be one of the rich guys and it's like no, under libertarianism, these guys who you think are your peers, these Elon Musk, these like Koch brothers, these Jeff Bezos, they'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to pay you not money now. <laughs> like you wouldn't, you know what I mean? That's why it's so yeah. dumb if you're not already, if you're not a billionaire, libertarian or a millionaire, libertarianism is stupid because it's like you're not going to be one of the people who <laughs> thrives in libertarianism. You're going to be one of the like the slaves. They're going to be a surf. <laughs> so it's very yeah. weird when like a guy who works at the Lego store is like, um, actually libertarianism is the true way of government. Have you read Anne, Ayn Rand? And it's like, <laughs> you poor piece of shit, dude. Like you're just begging to be cucked by like the trading places brothers. Like you're, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, but, uh, there was like an interview a long time ago that Sam Cedar did with some libertarian color. And he's like, just so you and uh, Sam Peter are like, ah, oh, you're arguing for feudalism. 
Like, right. there's like these, these kingdoms that have their independent armies. And like, that was no good though, right? Did a feudalism? That's like the form of government that won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything worked good. Just... <laughs> Everything was amazing. That's like what I don't get. Like, why? I would think if you were like for individual liberty, you'd have to be automatically opposed to corporate capture of your, like, too much corporate power for these monopolies. Because you're just trading out. What's the difference between a government and like an Amazon with unlimited power? I mean, fuck, the company you work for tells you when to wake up, when to go to work, how long you work for, how long you get to eat, what bathroom breaks you take. They monitor what you do. Like, they even, like, check your social media for shit you post when you're not on the clock. Yeah. Like, they fucking monitor you. They don't need some government entity to do it. Amazon's doing it. And you're like, oh, fuck, Jeff Bezos is so fucking hot. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> And people do that for Elon Musk too. Who Elon Musk's a fucking idiot. I, I'm not hundred percent sure what the this app is, but it is some app called like Clubhouse. I guess it's like Reddit where you can just like do Q and A's with celebrities. And they had one with Elon Musk, and I saw like someone posted like like the notes on Twitter. And one of them was like, "Someone just got on the Clubhouse with Elon Musk," and it was like, "How did you get so epic at memes?" No. it's like you've seen his memes right he just like steals memes from like other people's like <laughs> he literally just like steals memes or he'll be like Karl Marx is poopy deal with it and it'll be like the fucking sunglasses on like the the like oh, what's that meme like where they play like the uh, Snoop Dogg song with like the glasses oh, yeah. on the thug life meme he'll like yeah. do shit like that and these people are like how come you're so epic at memeing? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just good at it. These people are like, yeah, that guy. That guy's cool. And also, like, I want to be on his level. But under, like, libertarianism, it's designed to not let you be on that guy's level. Like, it already is now. But it's right. more so designed that way. Right. It's designed to let rich people's kids take that. <laughs> Elon Musk comes from a rich family. He bought out the Tesla. He bought out the title of founder of Tesla. He uh, didn't found Tesla. Yeah, he, he comes rich. from a rich family from South Africa, whose family left South Africa after apartheid ended. <laughs> which uh, is pretty sus, if you ask me. No, I think it's completely innocent. Like, yeah. like you know, all those like high level German people that fled in like nineteen forty five to Argentina. It's completely innocent. I'm not saying Elon Musk's a Nazi, but no, he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he has a Nazi face. Like if he was an actor, he'd be like one of those weird actors. You know, there's like actors that are only cast as Nazis. Yeah, have you noticed that? Like in World War II movies, <laughs> he looks like you know, like those knockoff action figures they sell at Big Lots with like the fucked up, like shittily painted faces. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he looks like a Dollar Tree uh, knockoff gun um, toy or something. I don't fucking know. I don't like that guy. Would, do we have anything else? Um. Yeah. yeah so I wanted to do our um, weekly 
segment, Insane in the Limb Brain. Let me pull up our little theme thing. If I can find it. Here we go. When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay. That's <laughs> our, our theme for the <laughs> Seattle Zone, Macklemore. You know what's weird out of context? I think a lot of people that don't like know that that song will think we're just being like homophobic, but that song is like the most limp song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> where it's yeah, just the guy going, I thought I was gay, but then like my mom's like, you like girls. And I was like, and baseball. That's how I know I was straight. And then he's like, anyway, it's tight if you're gay, <laughs> but I'm not. It's like the most like limp thing I've ever heard in my life. I can't stop listening to it. Uh, Kenny, what do you know about Dolly Parton? What is her real name? Do you know? I do not know. I don't either. Dolly. I'm looking it up. Oh, her real name is Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, her middle name is Rebecca. So her first name is really Dolly. All right. It's like Prince. Prince's real name is Prince. That's cool, I guess. Good on you, Dolly. So what do you know about Dolly Parton besides her real name is Dolly? She's a country singer, like the most famous country singer of all time. Right. And uh, her hit song, song, Jolene and 9 to 5. And... Yep, 9 to 5. That classic song. Um, so let me read you the description of... Uh, so 9 to 5 is the theme song for a... Um, 1980 comedy movie, also called 9 to 5. And let me read you the synopsis of the movie. An office satire about three female secretaries who decide to get revenge on on their tyrannical sexist boss by abducting them and running the business themselves. Sounds like a pretty pro-worker movie, right? Yeah. Sounds pretty cool to kidnap your abusive boss. And, um... I don't know. I think Nine to Five is a pretty good song. Yeah, it, as a song, it's pretty pro, yeah. pro worker. Yeah. Well, uh, the reason we're bringing her up is she re-recorded her hit for a Super Bowl ad. By the way, this Sunday is the COVID Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the most COVID per yard that you can get. Yep. Tom Brady is gonna give. Oh, Tom Brady is gonna get COVID from like open mouth kissing his son. Or whatever. His coach or that's like a weird thing he does. Did you know that? I I've heard that he like open mouth kisses. If you just Google boy. Tom Brady son mouth kiss, there's oh, just like very know. casual like pictures of him like after he went to Super Bowl and he goes, Where's my son? And they bring his son to him and he just like open mouth kisses his son. It's very weird. He like open mouth kisses like the owner of his team. Oh, he what just, the fuck? I Googled it and it's like this weird video. <laughs> Of Tom Brady getting massaged. Oh yeah, that's from like some like <laughs> behind the scenes thing, where he like makes his son come over and like kiss him on the. It's very weird. Oh Jesus. Anyway, yeah. So Dolly Parton um recorded her hit song Nine to Five for a Super Bowl ad for uh, Squarespace. The uh, Squarespace is like a website website, right? There's like a website that sells websites. 
Yeah, like they're, I think, a domain hosting service. I don't fucking know. Yeah, they make websites, though. The website for your websites? <laughs> <laughs> so she re-recorded uh, her song 9 to 5, and it's called a 5 to 9 now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of it. I think that's just the original version. I think someone missed it. <laughs> I think we got pranked. Did somebody send that? Two? No, it says uh, five to nine official audio. So I think someone just uploaded the actual song. But so that's pretty much what it is. Um, it's a cover of that song, and um, like glorifying having to have a second job. Yeah, and so I just played the audio because you can't see the video. But in the actual like ad for the commercial, it's like someone like at their office job. And then they do like a choreograph where they spin out of their chair and they're like all of a sudden like pushing a lawnmower. They move from the lawnmower and they're like working at like Burger King or something. It's just them going like job to job and Dolly Parton going, working five to nine, working a 12 hour workday. <laughs> and then like at the end, it's like never give up on your dreams. Like keep hustling and start a website with Squarespace. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's very. All. It's a very ghoulish like thing to do. Is to I'd be like, look, work, look. I'm a. Hold on, I'm. I'm just googling Dolly Parton's network. Dolly Parton net worth twenty twenty. Side hustles are only cool if you're like doing. Dolly Parton is worth six hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ! So this lady who's worth six hundred million dollars is like singing a song about how you should work twelve hour days. I mean, what's like the what's like the motto? What's like the eight hour eight hour eight hour work eight hours for you eight hour sleep. No, that's that isn't that. Don't wait. Yeah. So she's asking you to do to like get rid of one of those things. Get rid of sleep or get rid of the time for you. And dedicate that other eight to work. Yeah. Just, What's your dream? What's your dream if you're like working in like an eight hour job? Like never give up on your dreams of you what what you don't have time for your fucking dream. You're working a job and then you're like being an uber driver like i i I don't know about you but like whenever i get like an uber delivery or fucking anything and like the guy's like a 50 year old guy who i could tell like like i'm just like fucking bummed out i'm like hey you shouldn't be doing this i get bummed out when anyone delivers me uber i'm just like i i don't know yeah it bums me out because it's like man like i almost yeah. This is not your main source of income, and if it is, then, like, you're not doing well. Right. 
don't know. That fucking, yeah. the, the weird, like, hustle culture is a fucking goddamn disease, dude. The weird, like, rise and grind, like, let's get this bread bullshit culture is, like, it's so, it's like a fucking brain disease, dude. Like, this yeah. weird, like, I don't want any handouts. I want everything. <laughs> like, I just want. Really, they're just saying, like, I don't even, I don't even want what's owed to me. <laughs> I don't want what's owed. Yeah, they're like, I'd rather, like, earn my, like, keep. It's like that weird thing when, like, you know, when you're, like, a... I remember when I was working at Sonic when I was, like, 15. 15, maybe 16. But we'd all get, like, all the kids would just get, like... It was all, like, high school kids. And we'd all just, like, fucking... We'd all get, like, stoned before work. Sometimes people would bring in, like, a small bottle of, like, you know booze but we don't just like hang out and like fuck around and one time this one kid started like a fire but <laughs> like putting ice in like the fryer just because we were all like fucked up and we were closing we're, like this would be fun to do and our manager who was like this 40 year old dude with like braces like pulled us all aside and he's like you want to get to where i am you think <laughs> you'll do that by by like acting like that and a bunch of us were like we don't want to be where you're at and he like cried <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that weird thing where a lot of these jobs are like you think you're gonna get to where like they think they expect you to like want to move up in this shitty job at like arby's or like oh being a waiter at like saltgrass steakhouse like in these like applications like you ever been like a job interview when they're like so where do you see yourself in five years yeah it's like, I don't know, man. Not fucking working at this steakhouse. Hopefully dead. I want to be dead in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in a ditch somewhere. I don't want to be working at Denny's. Or fucking Sonic. I don't want to be working at Sonic in five years. I don't want to be you. Yeah. They don't even, like, yeah. I've been to a lot of fast food restaurants. They ask you that shit at every job <laughs> Where do you see yourself at this McDonald's at 5 p.m.? Like, uh, Burger King. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I know robbing it. I'm going to rob this place in five years. It's... Yeah, I don't know. They, that's why, like, our entire culture is built around that kind of, like, hustle bullshit. I'm reading the comments. <laughs> I'm reading the comments. It's not even really a hustle because, like, people who are, like, like, man, if you're hustling, you should be doing something illegal to make more money. Like, you shouldn't be doing a second job. You literally sell drugs. Yeah, <laughs> you should sell drugs. Do armed robbery. Like, do the yeah, town. Be the town. Be the movie The Town. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, like, weird, weird schemes that you can get into to make money. You don't have to be in... Can you commit fraud? Yeah. It literally, it's all better than working for, like, Uber or Lyft or one of these gig economy bullshit jobs. I'm, re- I, I'm not trying to, like, shit on people who, like, no, as a worker, point blank, period, if you're, like, a worker in this country, you're being exploited. Right. <laughs> but don't act like, like, nobody who, who is doing that for a second source of income is, like, on those commercials or is being like, I'm hustling. They're not hustling. They're miserable. Like, oh, I wish I didn't have to work two jobs. Oh, I didn't. I, I don't even want to work the fucking. Like, do you know, like, in, like, European countries, there's, like, 
places where they have like 30 hour work weeks. Like, yeah, people work like 50, 50, 60 hour work weeks in America. It's like fucking ridiculous. Well, I remember like I lived in Italy for like a year and a half because my dad was like teaching there. And, um, yeah. and they had, I remember being like weirded out because they just like go home in the afternoon for like three hours for like lunch. Like like time for lunch, and then people just like go home, and like they eat an actual lunch, and they like sleep or hang out or fucking do whatever, and then they go back to work. And be like, "Well, what the fuck is this?" And I was like eight years old, and I was like, "This is, whoa, this is crazy." And then Dolly Parton's like, "You should work thirty <laughs> hours a day. You should add. You should work so hard that the concept of days." doesn't exist anymore and you're just working 30 hour shifts and you don't know what day it is you don't know how old you are that's what i dolly parton want from you uh, i know we kind of touched on this earlier but it was like man i think it's even worse during covid time like yeah it's like you're not even you're not even like allowed to have that like what like you said like when you're working the graveyard shift like you have to like fucking you're whole day is like ruined because everything like revolves around this like weird like time schedule you have to keep it's like and when it's COVID like you don't even I'm, uh, have fucking time to do anything but work it's just like a fucking grind for like over a year remember, I don't know. remember <laughs> those people who were like at the beginning of this like COVID's like being so good for me I'm like Waking up in the morning, I'm exercising, I'm learning how to bake. And it's like, well, you can eat shit, man, because the rest of us are like, I have to do, like, delivery driving, or I have to go, like, work at a hospital, or I have to, like, I have to go, like, make pizzas. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, yeah, we should all actually be able to do that. <laughs> like, wake up and exercise, and, like, live a life that's not fucking being a wage slave. I'm uh, I'm looking at the comments right now, and I want to read some of these before we get out of here. All right. Uh, Hope Fitzwater says, I love this. Um, I've never felt more seen in my life. Uh, Mateo Meza says, Dolly Parton is literally amazing. She genuinely cares about everyone, and I've never felt more supported. Um... Some name I can't read. I think this is like a demon. Azarel Zezarok. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's... yeah. Azarel Zezarok says, uh, My love for you is big as enduring as a hair of yours. Linda Linda Jones says... Wait, what did Azarel Zizek say? <laughs> uh, she said, uh, My love for you is as enduring as that big hair of yours. So I don't know what that means. I is that like a common thing of We're gonna I'm gonna get as canceled but I was gonna say if I was gonna say as big I'd say something else. She's like famous for having like massive check pleases, right? Titties. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that didn't work. Check yeah. please didn't work there. I I I understood what you were saying, but you said you said titties. <laughs> yeah, I well, it I don't know. 
to me, it didn't feel like it fit right. The check please is like a thing, I think, for like boners. I don't think it's for boobs. <laughs> I never get a boner, I go, um, check please. That's why I've never had sex, is they leave when they do that. And then some guy named L Nicholas Brady went, this is fucking dystopian. It's like the only logical, like, comment. <laughs> uh... Okay, so, yeah, so apparently we just didn't play the song long enough. Um, they released, this is not the one from the ad, they released, like, a single of it. And it starts off as 9 to 5, and then she shifts to her, like, weird nightmare version. Which is crazier. Where you're just, like, think you're listening to, like, you know, this classic country song. Then Dolly Parton's, like... Work. Do not sleep. Do not eat food. Do not question company. Oh no! <laughs> Apparently, at some point too, she just like repeats like five to nine over and over again. Like she's trying to hypnotize you into being like, "This is normal." Like that Beatles song you play backwards. It just goes number nine over and yeah. over. The Beatles song where Ringo's like, "You should work twelve hours a day." <laughs> it's crazy and then yeah and then uh and then john and then john lennon's like fuck that 15 hours a day <laughs> and then paul's like i'm the walrus it's me the walrus all right um why why'd that band never get popular i don't know it seems like they'd be the most <laughs> famous band on earth instead of the Backstreet Boy? I don't know. I don't know. That bit did not go well. We can't end on that. So I want to start like a new segment. Just so we can kind of end on a happy note. Um, let's just do a thing real quick where we recommend something. Something we're playing. Something we're watching. Something we're listening to. What do you got? Uh, not mine. I was just playing Cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like that fits with the podcast. I don't. I, I don't want to recommend that game though. <laughs> okay, you don't have to recommend it. <laughs> um, I got. Oh, the... I know. oh go I'm, ahead. I'm I'm reading a book called uh, "Democracy in the Workplace" um, by Richard Wolff. He's a Marxist economist. I would. Uh, it's called uh, "Democracy at Work." I would recommend nice. reading that book. So I've mostly what I'm not. Just to calm myself down, I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Vikings, which is tight. You can like make your character do shrooms in it. I also bought this uh, golf video game, this PGA game on sale on the PlayStation oh, Store. Yeah? And it's like the most relaxing thing. I recommend it. Just get high and play this fucking golf game. It really calms me down. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. It's yeah, like a genuinely calming experience. There's this game I was looking into called like House Flipper, where it's just like you go into like some fucking ransacked place and like paint walls. I'm like, that sounds terrible, but also like I want to. That sounds like super zen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would like that <laughs> <laughs> because I would just think about like gentrification the whole time and get furious. Oh, no. With the golf game, I'm like, man, this is tight. I don't know if I'm doing good or bad. I don't know shit about golf. It's just all like. Timing it with like the triggers, so it's just me going. It's just like one fluid moment movement on like the little joystick, and they hit the ball, 
And then you just get to see the fucking golf ball fly and the commentators talking that <laughs> good hit. The ball is uh, close to the hole with the nine iron. And it's just very chill and calm. So I recommend that. Whatever. PGA 2021 or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course, the book I'm reading now, the uh, the Case Against Free Speech, which I learned about from uh, – Pod Damn America. They had the author on as a guest. It's a, uh, it's pretty good, and uh, I believe more than ever that no one but me and my friends should be allowed to do comedy. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that's the episode. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Punch Dunk Love. Nope, that's the other pod that I used to do. Spin Doctrine Spot <laughs> on all of them. Uh, you yeah. can email us. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe. And until next time. I have a penis for your vagina hole. All right. Bye. <laughs>